I think what causes us anxiety is likely to be something that we fill in that blank with. I'm the only one who. So maybe we can pause and say, what am I feeling anxious about right now? You know, what am I afraid of? And digging underneath that feeling of I'm the only one. Welcome to More Than Small Talk. We're Susie Eller, Jennifer Watson, and Holly Gerth, writers and real life friends. We're inviting you to go deeper, become freer, and feel more connected. So imagine you have a cup of coffee, a mug of tea, or a green smoothie in your hand, and we're all hanging out in your favorite place together. Thanks for listening to More Than Small Talk. That sounded really weird. <laughs> I was going to mix it up because I always do it the same way. More than small it was talk. Just... <laughs> talk. <laughs> Coffee talk. <laughs> All right, let me try that again. I'm going to do my usual. That's not really <laughs> We got a snort from Susie. <laughs> Sorry yes. about that. Maybe we should just use this. <laughs> Let's leave it in. This is real. <laughs> All right. Woo. So we are talking about you're not the only one this week. And clearly you're not the only one who messes up stuff that you've done a bazillion times, <laughs> like welcoming people to your podcast. So we tell ourselves you're not the only one about all kinds of things. So that's what we want to dive into this week with you. Yeah. So our confession question today is how do you sometimes finish this sentence? I'm the only one who... Doesn't have their crap together. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the only one who doesn't have everything in place. Yeah. Yeah. What does that look like in your life? Well, I think that there's so many things that I'm doing um, with working full time and, you know, a family life and home and side hustles, writing (laughs) and all this stuff. And I just, you know, I'm in a bunch of lanes and it can be kind of a disaster. So I think that I'm not the only one who feels like a mess, but I'm still just doing my best. Wow. That rhymed and I almost hate myself for it. But but I just think that we kind of feel like everybody else has it together, you know, and we're the only ones just like dropping everything, but I know that that's not true. So that's what I remind myself of. I don't know why, but I just felt kind of prompted. Like you took a full-time job recently Mm -hmm. And I don't think people know what you're doing. Could you tell them what you're doing? Yeah, I'm working with Saving Grace, which is a transitional home for girls who have aged out of foster care or who are homeless. And I have come in to work with the development side and um, just help us raise the funds that we need to reach even more girls that need that support system. And so I love what I do. Yeah. And it's been a new season. So I just started that in November. So yeah, so I'm I'm busier these days. Yeah. And Saving Grace is how I met my daughter Lavelle. Yeah. Which that's, I maybe that's yeah. the prompt right. is because it yeah. is a powerful ministry. And the fact that as you look and say, I'm not the only one who doesn't have all my stuff together. And I'm thinking, you are doing a lot of good in the world right oh, now, sister. You. Like you thank really you. are. You're making a big difference. So maybe it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. have all your stuff together. I, yeah. And what's the website for Saving Grace? I it know is, people are going to want to go yeah, check it out. Savinggracenwa.org is how you can find us. And 
listen, once you find out about it, you just fall in love. This has been something that I've been involved with since probably a year or two after it began. And so I have, you know, done their grace camps and this is something, a mission that you can absolutely fall in love with. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks. No, I love it. I love talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So if I were to finish that sentence, I'm the only one who, it's not necessarily today, but there was a time that I would really struggle because I felt like I was the only one who was awkward with meeting new people. Like it seemed to look seamless for others. They could just do small talk and they'd meet people for a long time. I would, if I could escape in Walmart down the dog food aisle to get away from talking to someone who I just barely knew, good grief, I would hide. And uh, that's not true now. Can, oh, you but, can't. Oh, I'll oh. still do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It, it felt really awkward to me. And I just thought, okay, I'm the only one who does this. Everybody else, they can do this. Yeah. Mine's yeah. similar. The scenario I pictured is when I'm in a group, I tell myself I'm the only one who doesn't feel comfortable or I'm the only one who's not sure what to say. Yeah. I'm the only one. And then the more I wrote a book about being an introvert and I found out lots and lots of people feel that way. Like it's far from the only one. So I think what causes us anxiety is likely to be something that we fill in that blank with. I'm the only one who... So maybe we can pause and say, what am I feeling anxious about right now? You know, what am I afraid of? And digging underneath that feeling of I'm the only one. Yeah. Well, and I think it, it gives us a sense of peace that I, I eventually came to the point where I realized that I wasn't the only one, that the person standing on the other side of me most likely was feeling just a little awkward too, Mm -hmm. because in the beginning, it is. You're getting to know each other. And you you don't know if you can trust that person or not. All all the things. Mm-hmm. And so when I realized, okay, I'm not the only one that this is a struggle with, it actually helped me to be able to stand there and think, we both feel a little awkward right mm-hmm. now. And that's okay. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Yeah. I had this moment with Whitley. I think she was around 12. And we were walking into a room filled with people. And she stops and she said, I hate walking in to a room filled with people that I don't know. And I remember like taking her hands and looking at her and I said, half of the people in that room feel the same way that you do. And I do too. So let's just go in together. But I remember that so clearly and that she was, what a kid to be able to vocalize that yeah. and to say it out loud and hear your mom say, yeah, I don't love it either. Right. So let's do it together. But I think that that does free me up because I would have never thought that about you, Susie. Oh my yeah. goodness. It, like, was, it was a huge struggle. And now this is the deal. I might still feel it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't linger. You know, I have to, I have to step over it, Yeah, but it doesn't linger. And now I'm kind of excited to get to know people. And I think when we ask this question, it might be I'm I'm the only one who is going through a crisis with my child. Mm. Or I'm the only one who's in a hard financial place. Or I'm the only one who has doubts about my faith. I mean, there's so many things we can fill in the blank here. Yeah. 
And if we understand that there are others that are experiencing those same things, it gives us permission to step over that obstacle Mm -hmm. to say, okay, rather than being over here by myself, I'm going to step over that and understand there's others in the same place. Yeah. And I think it's really important to know to move beyond that. We have to realize the enemy really wants to isolate us and keep us in shame. But when we share our stories and say, hey, look, I feel a little awkward and we hear someone else say, yeah, I struggle with that, too. It kind of builds that community instead of like keeping it a secret and hiding it and then living like, oh, what's wrong with me? And then beating yourself up for it. So I think that that's like you can tell people, hey, like I'm struggling with this and just see what happens. I think that sometimes that's a gift because you go, gosh, I'm, I'm not alone. Right. Right. And we all have strengths and weaknesses. We all have, Mm -hmm. we all, there are, there are extroverts who listen to what I'm sharing and they're like, oh man, no, I'm the person you're running away from. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm pursuing you because I want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. So I get that. So, but we all have places where for a season we might feel a little bit alone and understanding helps us step out of isolation, maybe into a, a little better place. Yeah. So what, like in that moment where you want to run the opposite direction from someone, which is something I feel <laughs> on the daily, now what, like what helps you overcome that I'm the only one moment? I think speaking it out loud is really powerful, like bringing it out of hiding, not trying to cover it up. And even like at the start of this episode, I totally messed up. And the first thing I thought is, Kara's got to delete that, you know, edit that out. We can't let anybody hear it. And then I thought, no, because we all do stuff like that, you know, like, let's keep it. And I think that the more I learn to live that way to say, you know what, I'm not going to put my flaws into hiding. I'm not going to put my struggles into hiding. I'm going to say, look, this is where I am right now. And do that with safe people and with discernment and wisdom. For sure. We've talked a lot about that. But I think that's often the first step to healing. It's mm-hmm. I find when I say the thing that I think no one else will relate to, I invariably hear me too. Mm-hmm. I've been there. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. We had a conversation with Melissa Blair a few episodes back probably one of my hands down favorite episodes that we've had and it was called release her and melissa described wrestling with her faith as having her pandemic self her pandemic body in a bikini walking down the beach mm-hmm. <laughs> and i just remember hearing that and thinking okay sister i'm also in my pandemic self yeah. in a bikini which is hilarious to even think about Walking down the beach with you, and she just immediately was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. you know and and I think that I think that we're stronger when we kind of let down those things and say, "You know what, hey, sister, I think I'm the only one who thinks this way, or what do you think?" Mm-hmm. And we might be really surprised at what someone has to say, someone trusted. Right. Right. Yeah. Don't throw it out on social media. (laughs) Yeah. No. Don't poke the bear. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What helps you? Like you said, like bringing it out of hiding and like saying it. But I think that, you know, what you did, the bounce back, 
You know, this is like with the, hey, like we could just erase all of that, but you just gave us permission to recover, right? To fumble and recover. Like you keep playing the game. And I, I think that that's beautiful. It's like, so just don't check out yeah. when I feel like I'm the only one who has this. If I isolate, I'm, I'm going to be stagnant. But if I push beyond those areas where I'm fumbling, like that's where real growth and community happens. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But I just, as I'm, I'm thinking about this as maybe someone's on the other side of this and they're saying, listen, it definitely feels like I'm the only one. And it brought this story actually happened this last weekend. Uh, We were, we drove to see some family. And we were coming back and we stopped at a little place, a little pizza place that my husband loves. And when we walked in, strangely enough, there was a couple, and this was not our home state, it, this was random. There was a couple sitting across the, the restaurant and she waved and she was like, hey, Susie. And I thought, I have no idea who you are. Like I, and I was trying and I mm-hmm. knew I knew her face, but I could not come up with a name. And anyway, I finally went over and just said, okay, I, I, first of all, I apologize. Like, I know your face, but I cannot come up with your name. Will you help me with that? And when she did, it just flooded back like 20 years ago. I really knew this woman. Mm. And she began to share with me what has happened in the last three years with her husband, and it's been really hard. He's gone through some health issues and um, things are happening that feel out of control. And as we sat there, all of a sudden, she had tears running down her face. And I said, are you okay? And she said, I have not because of the pandemic and because of his health issues. This is actually our first time out of the house. Wow. Wow. In like two years, mm. except for the doctor's offices and surgery. And and she said, I have not talked face to face to a woman in such a long time. Mm. And she said, I have felt so alone with his health issues. And she said, just talking with another woman is like feeding my soul. Mm. And that was mind blowing to me, you know. Wow. Like we really do need each other more than we know. Yeah, we do. And I think sometimes we're the person who needs to talk and sometimes we're the person who needs to listen. Yeah. You know, I think, yeah, yeah, we get to sit on both sides of that table. Can I tell you the old Susie who was afraid to talk to people, not knowing somebody's name would have completely sent me the other direction. And that is such a beautiful thing. I think that God has given me is just like, okay, this is awkward. I don't know her name. Mm -hmm. She obviously knows mine and I know her face. I'm just going to climb over that obstacle and I'm going to go over and confess to her. I know your face, but not your name. And it opened the door to one of the most beautiful conversations I've had in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So to see people. Yeah. 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 That's one. So what are some other ways we can live this out? You know, what does it look like in our everyday lives to learn to live in a different way than saying, I'm the only one? Maybe there's someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Just change the verbiage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's someone else. Yeah. And to be open to that. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was talking with her, 
she took a big risk by saying, hey, this is what's going on in my life. And I was able to tell her, you know what? I've been in a hard season too, and it totally is rough. Mm -hmm. It is rough when you're in that place, and I'm so sorry you're there. Nish reached and gave her a hug, and, you know, she took a big risk. I took a big risk. We we need to take some healthy risk, I think. Yeah. Something And this seems like a silly thing, but Holly and I were talking one day and she was like, I'm really bad at math. And I just, Holly is so intelligent and so smart. <laughs> so, smart. so I was like, I'm really bad at math. And I've always been like, listen, if there's counting or numbers, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And when she said that, I was like, what? Yeah. And so, you know, talking with that, it like, it just made me feel better that, you know, I don't have to be good at everything and to yeah. know that. Yeah. And so, because she's so smart and that doesn't take away from anything, but it just made me feel a little less alone in my struggles. So whether that was like, you know, math, which, or, you know, depression or anxiety, like whatever it is that you feel kind of like, you know, I'm really like bad at this. Yeah. There's always like, there's already always a partner in crime. There's always someone <laughs> like riding shotgun with us that, you know, struggles yeah. too. And that's yeah. okay. I yeah. think one of the things that you guys have done with more than small talk that I absolutely love is that you have talked about depression Mm -hmm. and you have talked about these things in such a way that we get people all the time that say, I come specifically to more than small talk because I feel the freedom to talk to two strong women or here's two strong women Mm -hmm. say, Hey, this is something I've walked through and it's very real. And she's on the other side saying, I'm not the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's more. Yeah. And this is how bad at math I am. (laughs) I worked as a waitress one summer. (laughs) One day I had to pay in to go home because I had so like you had (laughs) to cash out and everything had to balance. And like I had to pay the restaurant $20 before I could leave because I did math so bad. (laughs) So like I'm not just a little bad at math. I'm really, really bad. Yeah, And yeah, I think Sue's, you know, yeah, just showing up and telling our story. And I think of that verse, you know, that says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Mm -hmm. And I think we can think testimony is only our victory stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think the word of our testimony includes our struggles because those are just proof we need a savior. Yeah. When I say I struggle with depression, it does not change anything about who I am. It doesn't. Or how much I'm loved or what I have to contribute to the world. It just means I need Jesus. Yeah. Every day, like everybody else. And so I think that giving ourselves the freedom to share and, you know, I think it's important to have have resources like counseling. We talk a lot mm-hmm. about counseling. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a counselor is a great person to say, I'm the only one who, cause I guarantee they have heard it, <laughs> Yeah, you know? Yeah. And so I think that's one practical thing too, is if that's mm-hmm. the place that you're in, find a counselor and say it to that one safe person. And it gets easier every time you tell it to someone else. Mm, I love that so, so much. Well, you're not the only one, and we are grateful for that. Um, And we're not the only one with more than small talk. When we think about you, we think about that person sitting on the other side, whether you're walking or with your kids or and you're listening, 
And it just brings this image of women literally standing shoulder to shoulder. Mm-hmm. And we're stronger because of that. Good. And Jennifer, you have a great resource too for our listeners. Um, yeah, I write a lot about depression and anxiety and overcoming my book, Freedom, The Gutsy Pursuit of Breakthrough and the Life Beyond It. So I would love for this to be a resource that can encourage your heart to go beyond those feelings, those insecurities, to know you are not alone, that we're in this together, and we're so glad that we get to do life with you. So thanks for listening today. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for going deeper, becoming freer, and connecting with us. More Than Small Talk is a part of the KLRC Podcast Network and is produced by Kara Culver. Show notes and resources are available on the More Than Small Talk page on klrc.com. You can also join us in our Facebook group. Subscribe to More Than Small Talk on your favorite app so you won't ever miss an episode.